I think this will be the shortest show that we've ever done. I do not believe that that could even even if <laughs> I, even if I agreed with you, I don't think it would happen. All right. I don't think you have it in you, Tony. You don't think I, I have it in me. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I have so little to say because I'm so disappointed that I think that this could be a short one. Okay. You'd know about short ones. I would. Hey, watch it! Welcome to Hate Watching with Dan and Tony. Tony's never ready because Dan, Dan's the wild card. <laughs> You're the surprise guy. You know, like you like to do it when I'm doing something uh, or just in the middle of a different conversation, which is what yes. we did today. <laughs> I don't care about your conversation. I only care about Correct. me, me, right. my ego. We got to get to the show. It's Dan's show. We got to do it. Oh, making a note that... that to clip that line of dialogue and say <laughs> Dan's show. So uh, this, you're this is welcome to hate watching with Dan Tony. I'm Dan, and I am Tony. We take it upon ourselves to talk about movies, typically yes. high budget movies. I was talking to Shannon about that, and I was like, "We, we it, it's it's a lot more fun to beat up on movies that have no excuse because of the amount of money that's spent." Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, because there was a whole kerfuffle. You know, the the Billy Eichner movie came out, and he blamed all the straights for it not doing well. And then one yeah, of the guys—is that what it was called? Bros. And then yeah. one of the one of the guys in the movie then went after uh, Darren Aronofsky and the Whale for casting um, what's his name in it. Because yeah, I saw that, and I was like, for Brendan Fraser, I was like, are you fu- first of all, fuck you, Brendan has had a hard fucking road and good for him for knocking that out of the park he looks phenomenal in that movie and you know i've got my issues with darren aronofsky whatever but if your issues are with with uh him not him uh brendan fraser it's like get over yourself dude the the dude he is just like soulful and melancholy at this point in his existence yeah. that He's going to perform and incredibly. He has paid like more dues than most people in the business. You know what I mean? Like he's gone through some shit. And let me say this about the Bros movie: doesn't look good, doesn't look <laughs> funny. Has nothing to do with it being about you know being gay, being queer. It just doesn't look funny. They do a joke about fucking Dumbledore. What is this? Nineteen ninety four, guys. God damn! I was so mad. Wait, we got we got jokes about Maurice Chevalier coming oh, no. up. <laughs> At least this movie is supposed to not be set in today. So there's like a little bit of an excuse for some of that. So, you know, my, and her point relevant, but my point was it's like that's the movie you're going after in Hollywood as being the problem. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's like there's so much in Hollywood you can go after. You know, if that's your place. And that's why when you pick the monsters, I'm kind of like, well, sort of a low budget movie. But man. Oh, we're doing the monsters. (laughs) Oh, P.S. We're doing the monsters. And let me just let me defend my decision a little bit. It is not about the budget. Sure. Because honestly, visually, I enjoy it. I think they did a fine job with that. I mean, whatever. We'll we'll yeah, we'll talk about it. My problem is it's Rob Zombie and my (laughs) hatred for Rob Zombie and every 
he is the guy that when when it gets announced that he's doing a remake of something, I'm like, well, he's going to fuck it up. He never he is incapable of understanding what makes something good and then expanding upon that. I will go back to the, his Halloween franchise over and over and over again about how bad of a Halloween movie it is. I don't care if you enjoy it. I'm okay with that. There are some things to like, especially in the second one. I thought that was very interesting. He did some good stuff. It's not a Michael Myers movie. It's not a Halloween movie. He doesn't understand what makes Michael Myers scary. He literally does the opposite of all those things. And just like the monsters, he does not. For a guy that claims to be a monster super fan, that was, those are his words. He does not understand what the monsters was a about what it stood for or what, what made it funny. He doesn't understand any of that. I'm going to ask you a question because I, I'm not, yes. you know, I don't really know my Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie, Oove. you know, I've Good. not, I've not studied it. I don't, I think yeah. Shannon put on one of the, one of the early ones, Devil's Rejects or Devil's one, Rejects, Half of where, a Thousand Corpses, sure. One where you're in a basement and there's a bunch of stuff and I watched a few minutes of it and I was like, eh. um, yeah, mo- this Monsters movie not a movie. No, no, it's not a movie. Not um, at all. Are are his other things not movies also? Or does, does no, he they do, are. So he does understand what a movie is. Well, I mean, to an extent, sure. I on it like. I mean, do, of, do they have like, like Tony? Do they have building tension, and then a third act yes. where things are resolved? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Devil's Rejects is pretty good narratively. House of a Thousand Corpses is pretty good. The second Halloween is pretty good. Again, the first one's a jarbled mess, but I mean, he can do it. Okay, he can. But this movie has literally no story. There is no no plot to this movie (laughs) whatsoever. This is, it's kind of like the, the Han Solo movie where you just have all these points you're trying to get to, and so you've made this. Frankenstein monster thing. Oh, I see what uh, you did there. That gets you that it, you know, ends up having them in Los Angeles. He's going to work for these three guys as a, a grave, you know, in a mortuary. And he's married and living with Lily and grandpa's also living with them for no apparent reason. And yeah. there's a hint of why their child might be a werewolf. Yeah, well, boy, we gotta talk about that because I don't. I to be fair, that's not the Rob. That's not a Rob Zombie problem. I don't. I never understood the the lineage of the monsters. Um, but my problem is is that there is. I want to say tension because there's no tension, but there are problems along the way. But instead sure. of dealing with the problems, they're just like, let's. Oh yeah. What's next? Every time we'd get to a, a problem or an issue, the person would just say, okay. Yep. Yeah. And we just roll right past it. And awful. Nothing, you know, nothing, nothing, you know, I mean, I assumed that this movie was going to be about two things them losing right. the castle, house, whatever. Of course. Yep. And grandpa standing between their love. Yeah. Two perfectly relevant things. 100%. Uh, yeah. But does. Says he stands against their love, never really stands against their love. Nope. They lose the house, and it means nothing to them. But like, it, and not only do they lose them. it, but Herman <laughs> loses it, and nobody cares. Nobody's nobody upset. Cares. Nobody's mad. He makes a huge mistake, and everyone's like, oh, Hermie. No, guy. Uh, 
This is bad. This is a bad one. I told Naomi last night, I think this is the worst movie we've ever done. I don't I don't think it made me as mad as some no, movies we've done. Not but even close. Just as a movie, as a piece of cinema, I think it's the worst thing we've ever done. Absolutely. It is it is, you know, and it's not the worst comedy we've ever done. Correct. Because yeah. we did Love Guru. <laughs> holy moly. You know, at least Rob Zombie has – Rob Zombie does a bunch of comedic-y things. They don't really land. The jokes yeah, aren't funny. But I at, have least, at least it's – you know, it's kind of like groaners where you're like, oh, okay. Ooh, but uh, part of that is the performance, I'm not, which could be directing as well. It sure. could literally all be Rob's fault. I don't know for sure. Bobby Ghoul. Um, but – there, there are setup and then punchlines, but the punchlines have no punch whatsoever. They're just lines. You know what I mean? So they all just land so flat. There's a couple that I wrote down that I don't even care enough to like get into, but I wrote them down because it's a setup punchline, but it's delivered so poorly with no timing, the wrong inflection that it just ruins the joke. And I, I'm, I'm honestly wondering whose fault it is, and I don't know the answer. Yeah. Well, let's start it off. We start off Munsters 2022, hour and 50 minutes in a graveyard. Two guys, the Jorge Garcia from uh, the from Lost, who's, oh, he's, boy. you know. Oh, you didn't, you didn't mind him? I mean, him and the, the doctor, I felt, were the two people that actually were trying. Okay. At he's least within, within their framework, they were, they were moving in the, like the doctor yes. guy I thought was, was okay. He's good. Yeah, yeah, and the he's Gar- fine. You know, what's his name was trying to deliver the lines comedically, but he cannot. <laughs> so here's my here's my problem, and oh, I agree is- with you. He's trying. He's yeah. definitely trying. He is miscast because he is putting on a quote unquote character, yeah, which is just a weird grovelly voice that goes in and out. He's he's oh. unable to stick to it, and it. Half the time he just sounds like Hurley from Lost, and half the time he's doing this guy. But then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. the consistency is all over the board, and he doesn't have the timing, the the rhythm to keep up with the Doctor guy, who I think is serviceable. I think he yeah. does what he's supposed to do. Yeah. He plays the character. He is something in this movie, unlike everybody else. And I was like, it's unfortunate that you're cast against him because anywhere else in the movie. He might have been fine. But in those scenes, he's with the one guy that's doing it. And it just it it makes him look real shitty. Real, real shitty. So basically, they're grave robbing for parts to make a man. The first part that they're getting is the greatest pianist in the world who's become a zombie. And somehow they're going to be able to use zombie hands. Yeah, and yeah, it doesn't make it sense. Don't don't try to overthink the science of this part. Nothing makes sense. Eventually, the zombie comes back carrying a suitcase for unknowable reason. Why he's carrying a suitcase? They hit him in the head. There's no conflict, and then they cart him away. Yep, and that's how we start the monsters. Yes. Um, okay, and uh, Jorge's character says, "A man's more than the sum of his parts." It's an actual interesting line there that could be explored in an actual movie. 
Yeah, if and if you wanted, because that's the again, it's the opening scene in the movie. So if you wanted that to be Herman's through line, I am all for it. That's great. It's not. It's an incredibly hard line to write for. Sure. Like sure. if you were trying to write that movie, you'd have to be. I couldn't write that movie. I'm close. But then would you set it up as if you're going to no. try to write that movie? Then no, no, because you're not an idiot. That's yes. the problem. Yes. This, <laughs> parts is parts. That is what uh, that is what my parts movie would be parts. about. So then we cut back. We go. We cut over to Grandpa. Grandpa's a vampire. He rises up. He's got a bad back. There's a guy named Igor who I guess Grandpa turns into a bat later because Igor's a bat in the the actual in the show. show. Yeah, in now, the do show. You, now yeah. do you know the show, Tony? I I don't I wouldn't say I'm a monster super fan, but I am familiar with it and I do enjoy I do enjoy myself a monsters episode. I mean Herman Munster was basically the dad I never had, you know? Wow, okay. So we'll Tony, talk we'll talk more you, about that later when I really tear apart the Herman Munster of this film. Good, because I have one burning question that hopefully you can answer that I didn't do the research, but I, I watched most, I watched half, I watched the first half of a Munsters episode, then never got around to watching the second half. All and right. the idea of the Munsters show is that they are monsters living parallel to the human world. The human world finds them horrific. They find the human world horrific, but we always sort of figure out a way to never make that like understandable to the opposites, you know, so Correct. they never try and kill Herman Munster, but yes. he never tries to kill the humans. It's just like everybody thinks everybody's ugly and weird. Well, Herman, and I don't, maybe we can dig this in right now, but Herman is, is like the epitome of tolerance. That's like his mm. whole thing is like, okay. let's be kind to everyone, no oh. matter who they are. And that's oh. why the family never like lashes out at these, the normies that are very scary to them. Because they're always trying to be nice to them, even though they're different. It was a, it's the whole thing about the show is all about like because the, at the times, you know, we were we were pretty divided, and there's a lot of racial stuff going on. So oh. it's all about like unifying in a family sitcom. Only you know, except for they're monsters, which you, was so, great. So you think that's a large portion of the the thought process behind the show is hundred percent. I'm oh, going to I'm going to deliver to you. I was going to save this to later, but I'm going to deliver it to you. This is a Herman Munster direct quote. He's talking to his werewolf son who's uh who's having trouble in school with some of the other kids. <clears throat> voice voice of the robot in the movie. Yeah, I know. I know, which was I mean, that's cool that he brought back a couple people. I don't know. I have problems. Uh okay. So this is Herman Munster. The lesson I want you to learn is that it doesn't matter what you look like. You could be tall or short or fat or thin, ugly or handsome like your father, or you can be black or yellow or white. It doesn't matter. What does matter is the size of your heart and the strength of your character. That is Herman Munster in a nutshell. And this um, movie is the opposite of that. There's none of that in this movie. Zero of it in this movie. He's a dick in this movie. And what's what's so interesting is if you were going to make a Munsters movie, you'd probably sit down. And you would come across that quote, right? You would think so. Yeah, <laughs> you, would think, you would so. think so. And you'd be like, here's my guy. He's not a stand-up comedian, rock and roll star who only what the cares. Fuck? <laughs> oh, boy. 
So here's the thing, Dan. I don't know if you've noticed, but 2022, we are once again very divided as a people. What 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 better way to bring it together is to go back to the 60s and find a show that was all about unifying and bring that back. Oh, or not. I mean, whatever you want to do, you can just go fuck yourself. It's fine. So another another hallmark of the movie is we have like we have cartoon noises inserted at random times. Yeah. Yep. Did they do that on the show? I mean, I want I the answer some people would say yes, I will say. But it's the 60s, right? It's not yeah. used as a cartoon. That's just kind of how it was at the time. You know, it's not like it's not Looney Tunes. You know, it's not like they're not doing there to make it that's the joke. It's just kind of that's part of how the feel of it was. And there's so, a lot of that and yeah, sorry. Well, and you're correct. At times with Herman, someone will knock on him and it'll be like, bong, 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 like he's hollow. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But there's other times where like, you know, like someone will burp and it'll be like, burp, 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 you know, it'll be like yeah. a little horn. Not not that this happened, but, you know, it'd be sure. like a yeah. horn and you'd just be like, what, what does that What's even going mean? On? I don't yeah, understand. It doesn't make any sense. Yep. So Lily is out on a date. We cut to the, We cut to her. She's sort of floating in. And we get the Count Orlock date. Orlock is supposed to be like Nosferatu. Yeah. He's rich. And so she, you know, Grandpa sort of for some reason wants her to be with yeah. him. That doesn't, mm-hmm. is unnecessary. They're eating at the Boneyard Cafe, Cafe, which has mummy waiters. They go inside. They order their food. They sit down. Orlock pulls out photos of all of his rats. To which she she says, "Do you like rats?" And she of course, she says, "Of course, who doesn't?" And then she immediately does not care. Doesn't about like them the rats. And it's yep. instantly bored. And <laughs> yep. you're just like, this, "That that is like the capsule of the movie." Her, her line <laughs> delivered with earnestness. Yes, of course. And then immediately she's like, "I'm bored instantly." I don't like I these rats at all. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "Can we?" That's that's the whole movie is just yeah. make a decision. Yeah, is she, is she oh, happy yeah. to be there? Not happy to be there? Who's fucking the thing up? He's <laughs> fucking it up, and she's deciding it's fucked up, but not based on the things that she said would not fuck it up. Correct. Yeah, and that's as confusing as that sentence just was, Dan. That's how I felt the whole time during this movie. And then they proceed to eat a meal. Tony. Yes. In the Munsters movie, she show show she's a vampire. Do they spend? Lots and lots of time eating human meals. Not human meals, no. But they do have family meal time because it is a family sitcom. And does she eat human food? I want to say no. They they make jokes. A lot of the jokes are about what they're eating. And Grandpa drinks blood. So she... I don't remember what she eats, if I'm being honest. But I, they make jokes about what people are eating. And it's funny. Okay, because this movie has, I believe, four or five meals in it. Yeah. Where vampires are always eating meals and we're always bringing in weird food and it's supposed to be funny. And I was like, this is literally the laziest thing you can do with your time is to have unfunny meals. Yeah. And I oh, hate yeah. it. I get it. Again, they're not used. So in the show, it's all about them coming together because that's the one time a family comes together every day. So they have conversations over the meals and then there'll be like little jokes about what they're eating. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But I will say he's just eating pasta. Right. 
Yeah. Count Orlock's just like eating pasta. I don't even, like, I don't understand. Make it worms or something. I don't know. Do something. But pasta's nothing to me. I don't know. So, but before uh, you move yeah, on, Dan, sure. let's let's put on the brakes here. Wow. Um, See, when we started this show, Tony's like, this is going to be our shortest show ever. And you know what I yeah. said? I cruised through, what? I've, I've got five pages. And we're five on page pages. one still. Yeah, we're doing fine. We're barely into the show. It just started. So, Dan, when are we? Um, we're nineteen sixty-two, sixty-three. Are we? Yeah, we're nineteen sixty-two. Because here's why I'm confused. Why are you confused? This is technic. It's not a reboot, right? This is technically a prequel. It's a prequel, absolutely. The show takes place. <laughs> In right. like 64. 64, so this is 63, yeah. So you're telling me they have an eight-year-old child in that time, in two years. But not <laughs> only that, but um, well, maybe Marilyn okay, says so in the sh- Sorry, what? So then it's 19. <laughs> it's eight years I, before 19. But that's what it's, so that it doesn't make Hold on. It gets better, Dan, because then there's Marilyn, who is in high school or college, Um and she says she's in the a, show, I think she's, she's got to be in college. She's in the show, in she says she has lived with them since she was a baby. So oh, that's really? 18, 18 to 20 years. Okay. So now we're back into the 40s, maybe, but they're making 60s jokes, which oh. I don't understand. And in the show, I'm almost positive they say <laughs> they met Herman in the 1800s. So I'm. I don't understand when we are. And then to top it all off at the date, she makes a joke. Lily is like, oh, you said this in your dating profile. Not a thing. Dating profiles, not a thing. And then like, I don't know what's going on here. But 1960, you don't have dating profiles. That's not a thing, Dan. I don't know when we are. You see that 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 would involve a conscious choice about trying to under that. And that's another <laughs> Another whole point with this thing is the Munsters TV show ignored the idea of lore. Right? 100%. Yes. They, they're never going to explain to us how a Frankenstein and a vampire can have sex and the baby is a werewolf. I know. And it's very confusing. Always has been. I mean, as a kid, I never thought about it. I, yeah. I, didn't, I never spent anything, you know. And, you know, Lily is just free to walk in the daylight. You know, she yeah. there's nothing about her consuming blood. And I mean, you can get away with this in a TV show in 1964. But in today's day and age, you got to kind of address the lore a little bit yeah. if a you want bit. us to sort of go along. Yeah. And so when we find so in the next scene, we find out that there's this disco werewolf who's grandpa's other son. Yeah. 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 Talk a little bit about the disco werewolf, Tony. Well, he's like a junkie. Am I crazy, Dan? Or was he like a junkie and he's spending all his money? And I, it was very weird to me. And I didn't because he's always like, yeah, yeah, man. OK, we got uh, we got this. We got that. We got this. Uh, and he's like very jittery. And I was I was like, I think he's on heroin. Um, I don't. I I know that this character is in the show. Oh, is and he? I'm sh- he is okay, but I, I think like that. only a couple of episodes. I oh, don't really okay. remember him, but I like I 
when he came on, I was like, oh, I think I think that's the brother. I don't really remember him from the show. So I can't imagine he was a big part of it. And he's a huge part of this movie. And I don't understand what's a uh, one thing that's happening with him. Well, he's he has been compelled by this gypsy Zola because she he owes her money. And so the gypsy wants to get the castle. And through machinations, we find out that the gypsy once went out with grandpa. Now she's mad at grandpa for breaking up with her. So he she wants to steal his castle. Yeah. And then the wolf needs money. And so he does. He gets them gets her the castle eventually. So once again, not once again, here's a plot line that has only to do with money. Yeah. Yeah. Which that is Dan Goodsell's number one thing is if it's about money, it better be a very good plot line because we're going to hate you for it. Or at the very least, for me, it should at least affect the way that people deal with you. And I don't feel like they deal with like because her Lily and the brother, whose name I actually can't remember. Lester. So that's not a good start. Lester. Yeah. The molester. Right. That's right. No. They they see each other in a hallway. And there should be tension there. There should be more tension. Because if he's a fuck-up that steals their money all the time, there should be tension there. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Sherry Moon as Lily, not the worst thing in this movie. She just sort of does her thing like this. And and she's, she's, she's one of the most consistent voices in the movie. Like the monster terrible. The Herman guy is like all over the place. Sherry's just like yeah. in this one. She she can only do one thing. Yeah. And so she sort of exists at that one spot. And that makes it less painful because it's not modulating all over. Her, causing I mean, I all can... sorts of damage. You know, it's like. Yeah. It's like when the bull gets in the china shop, it destroys a lot of stuff. The poisonous snake just bites you once and you die. You know, it's. <laughs> Yeah. Well, here's here's my I understand what you're saying, Dan, (laughs) but here's what I see. And yet you're right. She's doing one thing all the time over and over. She's incapable of showing emotions (laughs) or altering that one thing at all. It's as if she watched, and I know this is what happened, so it's not as if. This is what happened, Dan. She watched an episode of The Munsters and saw just one, just one, just just one, one. episode and saw that the, the like what she does. Uh, I can't remember her name. It's a it's a crazy name, uh, but she's incredible. Yvonne she, she, uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. She is does. Yeah. Yeah, something. I don't know. She has like a mannerism, right? Sure. And Sherry was like, well, that's the character. I'm going to do that all the time. It's the only thing I'll do. And it's a bad impersonation. It's a, it's like a friend at a holiday party is is, is tells you, hey, I could, hey, you want to see me do an impression? I could do an impression. But they're not an impressionist, right? They're just an idiot that's a friend of yours that can't really do it, but just figured out one thing, and they're just going to hammer that home. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, Tony. All right, ask me the question. We're both men. I'm a lot more, man, lot more yeah. manly than you, but you, you're still man, in the category manly. of men. It's 2022. Manly. You're mask. I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. And you've Continue. seen other Rob's, Rob Zombie movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, she plays Lily Munster, and she's literally the least sexual woman I've maybe ever seen in a show. 
That is correct. Yes. <laughs> are, What's there the peop- are there sexy people in his other movie? I mean, does he have the ability to make in a character? No. Si- I, oh. He might. He, listen, I don't. I and I don't want to be mean because I they'll probably kill me. Um, she is not talented or attractive or charming. Three three things that I think you need to exude sex appeal in a movie. Charm, talent, beauty, right? Those three things together and you got yourself a sizzling cinema reel. She's got nothing. I I understand that they're married, so that's why he keeps casting her. But I think every single time he comes out of the movie, everyone's like, why is she in the movie? She's not good enough to be in this movie. And uh, I, to be fair to her, she is good enough to be in this movie. Because this movie is a trash pile. So there's that. I keep watching that She-Hulk show. I can't believe I watched I watched one episode of it, and that was as far as I got, Dan. Is it getting is it good? Is it bad? What's going on? I I love it. Do you love it? Okay. It's my it's my it's it's my like teen girl show. I have a lot of those, so so that after the after her date with Orlock, they go there, she closes his eyes, and then he does the disco dance from the Alice in Wonderland movies that Jai Depp did, and it's but but more, but more think of that more terrible, and yeah, I, you're just like, what is happening? I don't know what I don't know. What and this it is. goes on for a couple of minutes, and the whole time I'm wondering why is this happening in my life? What did I do to deserve this, God? And that's and that that's when uh, Sherry gets gets a good joke. She's like, I'm gonna go. Is that <laughs> like, a joke? It's it's a no. It is it's totally a joke. <laughs> think about like a good act, and she's kind of funny when she says it. But think about if someone good was like that, they would just be like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go." Cartoon sounds. Cartoon. Yeah, that would be funny. No. Okay. News break. Shecky von Rathbone is dead. Also, his smart brother. And we, 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 and why is this news lady the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life? Because it's on Transylvania TV. What? What? How is that an answer? I don't, first of all, I don't understand the world that they've built for Transylvania. It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. But she is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't understand why it's so weird. And I have no, I have no, I have no jokes about it. I have nothing really to say except for I was just confounded. I didn't understand it. So the grave robber guys, they go to where Shecky's body is. They, of course, they mess up with the toe tags and they take the the idiot brother. And now we have a series of intercut in the lab with Lily being sad in her glass coffin, which was kind of interesting. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they bring Herman Munster to life, and then uh, uh, Jorge's like, "What you gonna call him?" And he's also eating a sandwich, and he's like, "You should call him Herman Munster." And that's just the name comes from now. All right. Now I have a question on this, okay. and this is—I don't remember if this is ever explained in the show. <laughs> I did not expect his name to be Munster. Yeah, they're the Munsters. Their last name is Munster. 
Right. <laughs> but they're not the monsters, right? He's a monster. He's the only monster. I always thought that it was Grandpa Munster, but Grandpa doesn't take his daughter's, uh, l- like, husband's name. Is right? he Grandpa Munster? Is that his name? I, in, my, in my mind, that's what I've always remembered. I'm saying I don't know if I'm right, but I was, I was a little taken aback when he was named Munster. His name is Count Sam Dracula. <sighs> wow. That's this is really blowing my mind right now, Dan. In my head, he's always been Grandpa Munster. So I always assumed that Herman wouldn't have a last name because he was just made. And then when they get married, he takes her last name. That's what I always thought happened. I mean, you're thinking actually actually makes a lot of sense. I know. That's why it happened in my head. But I I guess I'm wrong. Hold on a second. Shannon. Yeah, let's get some confirmation. Shannon. Shannon. <laughs> That's the dysfunctionality of our household. <laughs> Screaming for it, she ignores you. No, not today, Dan. Shannon. <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> Just keep screaming. Shannon. <laughs> I mean, she gotta be out there. <laughs> you would think so. I don't know. Uh, I guess we're getting ignored. Oh um, god, that's amazing. <laughs> the lab, <laughs> the laboratory is pretty cool. I again, I enjoy some of the sets that they've built, and I know that he wanted to shoot this in black and white, but I think that would have been a mistake. I actually enjoy the neon coloring that they did. I don't know. I like it. I think neon coloring is interesting. I don't. I, I think it might have been a better movie if it was in black and white, though. I don't know better i mean yeah i mean it's still terrible okay we do a good morning transylvania and uh what's going on here well this is where he introduces herman to the world on good morning transylvania Uh, right yeah yeah finally something that i can talk about that the plot of this movie is is asinine you're telling me that this this scientist who was able to create a human from dead body parts didn't test out the the monster before he brought him on live television. Nope, okay. he did not do that. All right, so, well that's that's pretty stupid. Grandpa and Lily are having another meal because this show is just about people sitting all and having meals funny. watching television. <laughs> it's like it's a thing on television, watching television. Wonder- Everybody's watching television. I wonder if it's a zombie thing. I, I want to go back now and rewatch all of his works and see if there's like a lot of eating food. Yeah. Maybe there is. Maybe it's got a fetish. Oh, so the doctor's on the show. Um, he reveals the monster. Lily instantly just falls in love. Be- and what's the reason why she falls in love with him? Well, because he's got the flattest head she's ever seen or something ridiculous of that. But I will ca- counterpoint, Dan. I don't think she loves him at all. This is pure lust. Yeah, she is so horny in this movie. Thirsty. And yet, and yet, she's so thirsty and yet so non sexual. It doesn't make any sense with the character. She's, it's, it's very strange. I couldn't, I couldn't marry the two things in my head because the way, the way that she talks and looks at him, she's very thirsty. She wants to climb that tree. And yet at the same time, she's, the opposite of sex. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. 
It is very weird. Um, he's perfect flat head, and we, we quickly establish he's not smart. He can't play piano. Yeah, I don't understand that then. They, they got the right piano hands. He but should not be able the right... to play piano. Yeah, so then I was like, oh, it's because they didn't get a smart brain. But the brain wasn't a piano player. He was just a smart guy. It doesn't make any sense. And then later, in like two scenes later, he's playing guitar. Doesn't Perfectly. make any sense. Doesn't oh, make like, any sense. I hadn't thought about that. He plays <laughs> guitar perfectly. Plays guitar like a pro in the maybe two scenes later. I doesn't make any sense, Dan. It's very dumb. <laughs> um, and then he does. He does. He dances, and then he does horse face jokes and Lily loves it and grandpa hates it. And grandpa's right. <laughs> Herman Munster's a piece of shit in this movie. He is a douchebag. It's kind of true. In the other movie, you you kind of root for Herman. He's kind of an idiot, but you kind of root for him. He's, and gra- he's a grandpa's big, dumb, sweet guy. That's what he is. He's, he's lovable and big and dumb. That's and, great. And Grandpa's kind of obnoxious and irascible in the TV show. <laughs> he's fucking bonkers in the TV show. And he's crazy. Because yeah. the, yeah. the one I watched is Herman sneaks down into his lab while, while, while Grandpa's asleep. And then he gets turned into a human being, you know, because he gets oh. zapped by, oh, yeah. by yep. his things. And then, you know, then Lily's no longer in love with him because of how ugly he is and, it, and all uh, these sort of things. Always great. Yeah. But, but Herman goes down in there and then he touches something and Grandpa's asleep. And an alarm bell goes off, and he's like, "What's that idiot doing in my laboratory?" <laughs> he goes down there, and yells at him some more, and it's, it's, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, he's bonkers. So uh, the doctor is unhappy that his monster is a monster, and then Lily goes to see Herman at the zombie a go and herman does the first of his songs in the leather biker gear which is uh, something he wears on the show later i think when he does dragula right when he does the, yeah. the, the drag race episode yeah that sounds about right here's yeah. what i'll say dan yes again it doesn't make a lick of sense that all of a sudden he's a uber guitar singing guy because he just couldn't perform on the piano but the song's kind of a banger I like oh, it. Like okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally into it. I wonder if Rob wrote these. Because there's a yeah. couple of songs, and I I genuinely enjoy the songs. I was on board. I have to imagine the album design is is an album that they're going to put out or something. Yeah. And I will buy it. As much <laughs> as I hated this movie, I will buy it. <laughs> so Lily loves the song. Then we find out that Zoya also owns this club. And... The, the wolfman is there and we set up a super arbitrary you have two weeks to get me the castle okay we've, we've we're on a time limit we never we're hear on, about yeah, that Dan time limit again time limits though it's your we favorite never, we never hear about that time limit again we never see that time pass it's never a countdown nope. it's just nope. this arbitrary let's there's there's you know there's some dramatic tension two weeks two weeks yep yeah nothing at all i love uh, it good for that uh, i wrote there's a robot there's a robot in the club Sure. Robot is is it co- Count Orlock in the club too? Don't care. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I remember seeing him dancing. And maybe there's just multiple people that look like the Nosferatu thing. I don't well, know. But I'm sure he w- I'm sure he was in there because All right. you know. So you know. 
Now Jorge's his manager. And yeah, what? He, he's like, what I need mean? hits. Make me hits. You need make I, me more hits. How did that happen, though, Dan? Where is the storyline for that? I, uh, once again, blockers. that could have been your movie. Herman yep, becomes right. a rock star. He, it, it drives a wedge between him and Lily. And then he finally finds his way back home and and excuse celebrity well, for Dan. For you actually just described an episode of the Munster, so they can't do that. There's well, genuinely an episode where he becomes, I think, a singer or maybe a rock star. And it's like, will will fame change Herman Munster? It's great. It's a great episode. And that's the whole thing is, is you have to understand, you know, the choice of making there, making there be no plot is not a better choice than expanding <laughs> the plot of an actual old episode because they made 77 no, episodes. I've yeah. written one of my seven comic books that i put out is that story it's called chasing fame love it same old story you rise to the top and then crash to the bottom you have was was it mr toast no it was mop the onion oh of course (laughs) sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean to offend you what an asshole oh shit should have read the book tony doesn't know my oove okay so yes. Oh, but uh, yeah, but Dan, look, look behind me. Yeah, you got my artwork back there, right there. It'll be hung up eventually. I just don't have a screw right now. Yeah, you got fuck you university up, but you don't. Have <laughs> yeah, Fired up. Prior, priorities. Okay, so Wolfman is going to do the it. Wolfman, the Wolfman meets Lily, and she's like, "Introduce me to Herman," and he's like, "Give me some money." And then he doesn't really even do the introduction. She yep, just wanders in there. The money. Yep. Finds Herman. And she doesn't say anything. That's why it bothered if if he just was hustling her for money and then she called him out on it. I mean, I guess that's something. Yeah. But she gives him money and he's like, I don't know, he's over there. See you later. And she's like, Okay, it worked. Unbelievable. It's just so dumb. So her and Herman set a date. And then we have a nice scene where Herman can't decide on an outfit, while Lily also can't decide on an outfit. That wastes time. Why did you say nice scene? We have different feelings. <laughs> just a scene. Not a nice scene. Just like, we're just here's the thing we can do. Deciding on outfit scenes. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, let's let's go. Tony knows that because he's done that sketch. I, I did that sketch as well. I would and listen, I want to toot my own horn, but I feel like mine was better. No, yours was funny. <laughs> okay, so maybe not better, but at least funnier. It's at not the funny. bare minimum, it's not it was funny. funny. Yeah. Um, so Herman is going to the date. He stops to buy some lily. He buys some blood for Grandpa. Grandpa's at the top of the castle watching Herman walk up, looking like an idiot. And then he just like lets him in. Yeah. Yep. I mean. And- and once we get inside the castle, we begin this thing that happens a couple times during the movie. Maybe it happens more, but I only noticed it twice, where we have a series of nauseating camera moves for no reason. Oh, no, it happens It happens a bunch. Yeah, yeah. This is called directing, Dan. I don't know. I don't know if you've, if you've heard of this position. Um, I, I remember the guy that did Battlefield Earth. He also did directing. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, this is worse than his direction. 100%, 100% you are absolutely correct. Because Rob Zombie never worked on Star Wars. He should have. Ah, Star Wars would have been so much better. Wah, wah, wah. So they have dinner. Uh, he does more comedy. 
There's a scorpion casserole. Okay, hold on though. No. Just don't. This Once is again, this is an important. Tony's like, we're gonna get through this in minutes. Hold on, but this put is her a, on the brakes. You, this is an you important moment. This important moment. If this, I'm, I'm going to be stunned if this is truly important, Tony. This is an important. Fuck you. This is an important moment for Herman Munster in this movie. Okay. Yeah, ready. For two, not two reasons. For one reason, he's a dick to Grandpa. Can we agree? He's like his jokes are making fun of Grandpa. Oh, okay. I, I, I. I I I was thinking in my mind, does he even interact with Grandpa? And, and yeah, he did only make, to make fun of him. He did some jokes at Grandpa's expense. You're correct. And he did a joke at Grandpa's, and then the that very a, that next was, scene, that was a decent joke, though. I my problem isn't with the joke. I did think it was funny, it's good but joke. he's being an asshole to his to the guy he wants to impress. And in the next scene, he's talking to Lily, Lily, and he says, "I I can't figure out how to make him like me." As if that's his motivation, but all he did was make fun of him. He was just a dick to him. Of course yeah. he's not going to like you. You were rude to him in his house, you motherfucker. Yeah, but that's that's how I am. Shut up, Dan. No, you're not. <laughs> I, I would – I if, if you get me going, I will make so many terrible jokes about people at their expense. That's true. And that's true. Just because I, I think it's funny. Well, that, mine will yeah. be funny. My jokes will be funny. They will be funny. I promise. And could hurt feelings, and you know. I mean, you, do you remember that one time we were at the we at the Chinese place, and then Elko came, and then I just oh, I just yes, blasted I him for like ten minutes straight <laughs> for almost no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think he came in and made a joke. And then I, I don't think you liked the joke. If I'm trying, I'm trying to remember it correctly. And I think you made fun of that joke, and then just went off and laid into him for like the next 15 minutes. Poor kid was going to cry in the corner. I think. <laughs> but people enjoyed it. You know what I mean? That's always the problem. Is if you put me in a group setting and I'm starting to make fun of someone, and I get. You know. That's it's like dealing with a child. You even if what they do is funny, but if it's wrong, you can't laugh because they'll just keep doing it because they're getting a reaction that they want. That's how you deal with Dan Goodsell. Even if it's funny, shut it down. Just shut it down. Don't give him an inch. He'll take a mile. I will take a mile. <laughs> uh, uh, Grandpa says, "What are your intentions?" Doesn't answer that question. Yeah, I was just do you know? I don't know. All right. No. He posits the question. Then they go for a walk in the graveyard, and then he's gonna. He says, "I'm gonna get Grandpa to respect me," and then sets out to never try to do that. To never do that ever once in the movie. Yep. And then Cheers. they they sort of proclaim their love, and then we have the "I got you, babe" montage. Montage. Now, Dan, let me ask you just a quick. This is a quick one. This is a quick one. Um, Make it quick, Tony, because this is going to be our when shortest did, When did this ever. song come out? Oh, it's a Sonny and Cher song, probably 1966, 7, 8. Sure. So after the show takes place? Great. Great. Well, so I the mean, prequel. Did, did you look it up? Did you look it up, Tony? I did. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I have dates for everything I'm about to say, <laughs> if I can find it. Tony did his vision. I footnoted this argument. And, because uh, I'm also confused, Dan. On how they're singing karaoke. Do you oh, know? Were they doing karaoke? Is that what was happening? How else are they singing Sonny and Cher without a band? Explain that to me. Oh, fine. Well, Great. I found it. Well, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, you got to cut it some amount of leeway. You know, it's like it's a musical montage. It's I do not. It's like when you're watching, you know, I'm going to talk about Hocus Pocus later. And it's like the witches break out into the, you know, the witches back and there's music behind them and all that. It's it's a fantasy movie. You can't complain I, about hold, there being are music they holding in a montage. microphones in a bar in front of people. You can absolutely do a musical montage out of nowhere. I have no qualms with that. But when you specifically set it in a bar with each of them holding microphones, that is karaoke, which was invented in 1971, the very first karaoke machine was patented. Well, maybe they were at the bar nope. and nope. saw this happening and thought. But this is at least 1940 at the latest because they have a 20-year-old niece that has lived with them since they were a baby. The time doesn't make sense and it's all over the place. I'm very upset. I love that your primary <laughs> argument. Is that the the dates don't match? <laughs> dates don't line up. The dates just don't work. It no, they, they don't work. <laughs> Am I wrong? All right, you go, Tony. You go. Uh, okay. So, uh, and we have the person in the world's cheapest creature from the Black Lagoon costume come out <laughs> and and talk. I think he talks. Does he say some words? And the he mouth does. of the thing doesn't even yeah. move. Dan, and this is not this is not a story for this podcast. I should probably cut this out. But do you remember Tim Stanton's creature sketch? Yeah, absolutely. The whole time I was like, if we had done that live, it would have been so much better than this costume. This piece of oh. shit costume. Tim, Tim uh, would be Tim would be better casting as the creature. Is that what you're a saying? A million percent. Oh God, this was so stupid. I, and it's nothing. It's nothing in this movie. It's just like a little joke, and it's just so bad. The creature comes back later or something. Oh, I don't even remember. Maybe he's in the animated bits at the end uh-huh. or something. There's something else with the creature. In this okay. Movie. I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> so then, that, then of course, there's another meal after that. <laughs> You're right. There are a lot of meals. I didn't notice that. <laughs> Every time we get to a point, we'd be like, ah, we need to fill five minutes. Meal. You let's, know? let's sit You're down right. for dinner. I, I've, I've run. I can't figure out what next. Putting in a meal. <laughs> Put some food in there, baby. Uh. Um, they go to the Devil's Island Hotel for a week, and he asks her to marry him with this weird ring. Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought it was a brooch. Oh, okay. But, I but mean, listen, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, know what that is, but I believe you. Uh, Grandpa goes to a spell book, and he's going to cast a spell. I don't. I didn't even write anything else down about that oh that's interesting this is my first laugh of the movie dan hold on he gets out the spell book i did write it down okay then we then we cut back to herman with the doctor then we do this whole weird leprosy bit that yes i did not even begin to understand (laughs) that's fair (laughs) why did he go to a leper colony and get leprosy and then come back i have no idea dan none whatsoever (laughs) okay then we go back to grandpa and i'm like oh grandpa's gonna conjure a man for him yeah. And it's it's a tapping, tap dancing cowboy monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not what I laughed at, just to be clear. But what I did laugh, what's it, what's this guy's name? Dan Roebuck? Is that his name? Oh, Dan Roebuck, yeah. The way that he delivers his line, he looks at the monkey and he goes, all right, what went wrong? It was just, it was such a throwaway line 
It was the first time I laughed out loud in this entire movie. I think if Dan, I know Dan Roebuck a little bit. Um, I think if he'd have had more to play off of and really, you know, had some scenes to really dig into, he could have made Grandpa really funny. I have absolutely no problem with what he did in this movie. With what he was given, he did fine. He did absolutely fine. Um, He got two or three laughs from me, which is more than everyone else combined. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I, 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 yeah, I, I liked him. And I thought, I honestly thought that he sound, I thought that he was the closest to the original, to well, me. I think, I think, and I was thinking about it. Back, we, we used to do a lot of improv shows. And, you know, was, there were mostly just us four guys on the team, except when Judy actually showed up. And so we'd have rare occasions. Rare occasions we get Judy to show up. (laughs) So we'd have to play female characters. And the the key to playing a female character is embodying it and then just doing a little something with your voice. Yeah, you don't go yeah. You don't go full Monty Python. Monty Python's great. Hilarious, but that's not what you do in improv because you're Monty Python is also very specific. Yes. Yeah. They're, They're 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 parodying very specific classes of people and women and and whatever yes so you you take on a thing and i think he took on that grandpa energy where he wasn't just trying to do al lewis yeah he was doing a thing where it's like this is this is the guy yeah no yeah work work for me as Um, you can tell i have not complained about him other than like a little bit but for the most dan roebuck good in my book yeah, he's a real good guy. And that that's one of the things he's he's been doing conventions and stuff and people really like this movie and they're, you know, they're they're liking it for him and it's like I could see how you could sit down at this movie and enjoy it. I cannot. I'll but tell you that right now. I cannot see it. But If you're okay. a hypercritical asshole like we are, you're just you you're wanting you're wanting a a movie that could stand the test of time that is is a real homage to this this show that meant something to people like tony i dan Um, i want i want a movie that makes sense i don't need a movie that stands the test of time just maybe a plot would be good maybe some characters that would be great i i'm asking for the bare minimum and i didn't get it i disagree with you and that's why I think people sit down and they're all just like, ah, look at the monsters. Ah, look at the that. Because where are they, Dan? I don't see him in this movie. Ah, there's a creature from the Black Lagoon. He's in a rubber suit. There's those weird mummies. They're serving scorpion casserole. Ha ha ha. This is funny. <laughs> so, yeah. I, you know, it's like I, I hate the people that like the movies that act like they're smart. This movie doesn't ever act like it's smart. It's well, just you're like, right about that. That's true. <laughs> here's a bunch of dumb stuff. You know, I'm putting together all this dumb stuff. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't like it, you know, you, this is not this is not Jaws where it's like hitting the beats right on every moment. And you're you're invested in this. This is just like, ah, it's like an Adam Sandler movie. People like Adam Sandler movies. I like Adam Sandler movies, Dan. I do not like this movie. <laughs> I didn't At say least you. the Adam Sandler movies have a plot. I didn't he say goes you through like something. I know. I'm just. I. I think you're being too lenient. And I'll tell you right now that people that like this movie are wrong. That's not true. Art is, you know, art is subjective. Art is subjective. If you like it, that's great. I disagree with you, but it's fine. 
Do you? I'm not going to hate you for liking this movie. If you like Tenet, you're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, hold on. If you like Tenet, it's fine. If you, if you like go to bat for Tenet, (laughs) if you are fighting people to tell them why it's great, then I don't like you. If you enjoyed it, whatever, it's fine. I don't, whatever. You're, you're crazy. You're a crazy person. If you even, if you enjoyed it, but if, Unless if you're out there swinging at people on Reddit and be like, this is the best movie ever made and you're stupid, fuck you. I'll <laughs> slap you in the face. If you even moderately enjoyed it, you're an idiot and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you get fired up, Dan. Uh, Herman's wedding day. Lester the Wolfman comes in there and says, let's go into business. And Herman's like, sure. And he just signs away the castle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh boy. We've they, given up. They have the wedding. There's a robot priest. We do the whole joke of hitting the television when it stops working because that's a joke everyone understands. Yeah. For uh, the last a hundred years. Yeah. And then the doctor laughs because uh, laughs at Grandpa. He's like, "Aha! He's your problem now." Except for we haven't really seen him be a problem to the doctor. Nope. The doctor pretty much dropped him immediately. Yep. So I don't understand that joke. Uh, then they're driving down the road and the wolfman's on the road for no reason. Yep. 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 And then yep. Lily's kind of onto that Hermit did something, but she doesn't find it out and doesn't really care. And it never becomes. She, a yeah, she doesn't care again. enough to even ask. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she knows something is up, but she doesn't ask. It but doesn't affect cool. anything. She doesn't care. Uh, and then Zoya gives money uh, for the deed. And the Wolfman has money now. Great job, Wolfman. You did it. Then we talk about the, their whole honeymoon in Paris, Tony, with the with the Maurice Chevalier joke and everything. And the mime. There's a mime. And there's an Eiffel Tower uh, cut yeah. in. So, I don't know. How do I... How do I consolidate this? Sure. So this is the first moment. And make it fast because this is going to be our shortest episode ever. Is the shortest episode. (laughs) I'm going to punch you right through the screen. (laughs) This is the first moment in this movie where the monsters are faced in the normal world, which is I've waited an hour and a half for this moment because I thought that that's what this movie would be about, you know, similar to how the show was all about that. And it, they don't they don't do anything with it. There's well, no everybody screams and runs away. Everybody screams and runs away. There's no like there's no commentary. There's no there's there's nothing in this scene except for one joke, Dan. Do you remember the, the joke? No, I do not remember the joke. So they're at their the everyone runs away. The mime like I don't know, kills himself, like mime kills himself or something. Yeah. And they're like, well, that was a weird mime. And Lily says, and I quote, it must be one of those new modern mimes I've read about. She does say that. I remember her saying that. I've got to rub my ear. Oh, Jesus, what an itch. (laughs) Oh, get it in there. Get in there. Is that a joke, Dan? No, I had a horrible itch in my ear. No, not you. I'm saying the Lily. I had a horrible itch. It must be one of those modern mimes, you know, Count Dracula. I don't know. I don't know. What is the joke? Why? There Wait, has to be a joke. Where's you, the punchline? You just said it was a joke. 
I, I'm saying they think it's a joke. I don't understand how they think it's a joke. There's a lot of non-jokes in the movie. This one stuck out to me because there's no joke. They it deliver be, it like it's a joke. Must be one of those modern minds. What is the joke? But what is what does that mean? What is a modern mind? What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. I don't understand. You can't. That's not a joke. It's not a joke, and you can't say it like it's a joke because it's not a joke. I was very upset. I don't know why I got so upset. I was really upset at that line. And then Herman goes into the sewer looking for the... They go to the sewer looking for a monster, and then Herman off-screen wrestles a monster dragon, puts it over his shoulder, and takes it with them. Yep. Why? Oh, because there's a monster... There's a dragon in the show. In the suit. Oh, I don't even remember that. Is that weird? I think so. Isn't that what... Or is that in the Adams family? There's something that lives under the stairs. Maybe that's Adam's family. I don't remember. I don't know. I think so. Uh, I bet you're right. I'm sure you're right. But Hartman, it doesn't matter. So Zoya, we find out is grandpa's ex-wife. She's getting her revenge. So she mails him an eviction notice. Okay. Honeymoon suite. The dragon is in the bathtub. I thought that was cool. The eyes are... (laughs) The eyes are so crazy on that thing in the bath. I was like, they're huge. And it was very weird. I liked it. Yeah, I, did, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I thought it was a cool prop. And I wrote, Grandpa shows up and then they go back. So he shows up in Paris? Yeah, they do a really funny bit where he <laughs> shows up and he's going to hit him with a wine bottle. Champagne, excuse me. Oh, at the and door. And Herman's like, oh, the champagne is here. Opens it, grabs the bottle. Thank you, mademoiselle. And then closes it. And like. That should, that, have, a, that should have been a funny bit, actually. It should have been a funny bit. It's a classic old school sitcom bit, and they fuck it up. There are years and dozens of examples of this exact joke. Just copy one of them. Don't do your own thing. Just copy it. Do it. Jo- it works. It's worked for 50 years. Copy it. And they fuck it up. It's unbelievable. And why are they going back? Did, did he get? I don't know why they're going back. I have no idea. Did I didn't understand? <sighs> I didn't get it. Okay, now we're going to get to the most confusing thing ever. Okay, this, the Zombo oh, TV show. The Zombo TV show's going on. Yeah, I guess they must have gotten the eviction notice, and so they call their lawyer, and their lawyer's in jail. Mm-hmm. And they, they, he basically tells them, "You have no case." And there was yep. someone. There was one joke. Grandpa had a joke where he's like, "Where did he graduate? Did he graduate magna cum dum dum?" Yeah, it's a good joke. It's was a that, fine joke. Was that one of the ones you laughed at? That's one of my laughs. Yeah, that's number two. I believe there's one more from Dan and one from Herman, and that's it. That's my whole movie. Now, why was the lawyer in jail? And what did I they have do? no idea, Dan. It's I didn't even understand when they showed him. I was like, well, "This is just an inmate. I don't understand what's happening." I I got nothing. I have absolutely no idea. So the Herman's like, "We need to go to L.A. We need a fresh start." And Grandpa's like, "Okay, let me pack a bag." Yeah, and then there's like a joke about you get one bag. I don't I think so. I don't understand. He's like, you get one bag. Well, okay, what? And Grandpa doesn't, doesn't make any sense. grouse about that. Nothing happens because of that. It just, nope. whatever. It's just like, cool, cool, cool. Let's do it. So he uses a potion. He turns Igor into a bat so that he'll have a bat named Igor later on in the show. Right. <laughs> yep. But during yep. the show, he was his butler 
which yeah. didn't make any sense and didn't add anything because they needed another character, I guess, to talk to at times. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So they talk to a real estate agent and are setting up a house and then they fly to the USA and it is like Tony's thinking about shooting some sketches. And when you shoot sketches, you find these places where they have like the world's cheapest sets and there'll yeah. be like a half an airplane. There'll be like a, you know, a diner, a dinette, you know, there'll be all these, you know, little kitchen, a little bedroom. Yeah. This set looks so cheap. Yeah. 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 It's really bad. And I listen, that's that's the least of my concerns with this movie. I get it, and my my shit's not going to look much better, but it'll be funnier. So everyone in they say they're in first class, even though they're totally not in a first class kind of a thing. That is correct. Yep. And they say everyone's run away, and then like one of the stewardesses like runs through and then jumps out the plane, jumps out with a parachute. Yeah, and they land. And then Herman is drunk too much, and so the pilot and the co-pilot have to carry him down the stairs. Why do they have yes. to do that? I don't have a clue. I I have nothing. Have you shut down, Tony? Are you shut down? I mean, listen, Dan. Are you I, shut down? Do you have anything else to say about to this the, movie? <laughs> we're getting to the part of this movie that really ups, upset me. You're looking like angry and quiet. I'm just. I'm waiting until we get to the neighborhood because that is it's I am living. So they get to the neighborhood. Hey, arrive, here we are. They arrive on Halloween, they go to the real estate lady. Nope, don't skate over that, Dan. They arrive on Halloween. What a fucking cop out. They arrive on the one day a year that they can walk around without being noticed. The entire show is about them being noticed. And you make a movie where they show up on the one day that that won't happen. Are you kidding me? That is asinine. That is, oh boy. I was, I almost threw something at my TV when that happened. Are you, it's ridiculous. Have you ever thrown something at your TV? I haven't because I love my TV and I don't have enough money to buy another one. Oh, shut up, Mr. Tony Moneybags. I mean, I, I mean, I could buy another one. I don't want to buy another one. All right. There it is. Although if I did, it would be bigger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the the real estate lady, and she's dressed as a witch, but she put no green makeup on like her on neck. her neck. <laughs> Why is that? Because she's because it, it, I don't even think it was a choice. I think the make they ran out of money to pay the makeup lady. She's like, I'm only here till noon. It's twelve oh five. Just hurry up. No, because they. Wanted to absolutely make sure that we understood that she was human. I understood. All right. I, I know you knew. Understood. I know you did. And it was such uh, a terrible choice. You're just like, so anybody, anybody that was on set that day would have looked and said, dude. Just cover like, the neck. Just do, neck. Just, just do it. Just do it. it. Looks, just looks do terrible. it. It's stupid. <laughs> Why did you cover the neck? If anyone was putting, and I mean, the makeup was professionally applied to her entire, entire absolutely. face. Yes. Professionally. Yeah. They yep. would have done it on the neck. 100%. Yeah. Um, okay. So she passes out. They wake her up. Dan, and- wait. The, so you, the dragon thing is Spot. It's supposed to be Spot, oh, which okay. is spot. which is the kid's pet. That's who it is. Well, good one, it's a little Eddie. That's a little Eddie Munster's pet dragon. Doesn't look anything like it looks in the show, but it's fine. 
she wakes up and then she takes them on a drive. And then instead of having a drive, we have this weird cartoon green screen scene. Yep. Yep. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't They get to the place. There's a beautiful house, but right next to it's the shitty house. And they're like, we want the shitty house. And she's like, but this is the house you wanted. Nobody wants the shitty house. And then she's like, okay, I'll sell you the shitty house. And they're like, okay, we got the shitty house. Yeah. So here's the problem, Dan. This again should be a funny mix up situation. Nope. They totally mess it up. They think the joke, the joke that they go with is that Herman continues to argue with the lady after she said, yes, that's not the joke in this scene. One, because it's not funny and he can't deliver that, Mm-mm. but that's just not the joke. No. The joke is about the house. Keep it about the house. That's the whole point. I don't understand what they're doing. However, I will say this is my third laugh Good from, laugh. from grandpa, Dan Roebuck. He says, keep all the, Keep all the headstones, gravestones, or whatever, because yeah. we're sociable people. And I was like, "That's a funny joke. That's a funny joke." Because we're sociable people. It good, was, joke. Was a good joke. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, the bed house. Now what? Okay, then they're they're sitting in the house, all on the couch, and they're like, "All now what? We're broke. Guess we gotta get jobs." Great. There it is. Really good. There it is. They open the door. There's a whole Halloween dance going on. They're doing, we do a vampiro song. They walk out there. They win a contest for being the most Halloween-y. Herman does material. There's mingling. And these three Undertaker dudes give Herman a job. Okay. I will. I'm going to make this as you're right. It's not a short episode, but I'm going to make this as brief as I can. So the pilot episode, the very first episode of the Munsters that aired, they go to a how I would have never guessed that you were a Munsters aficionado in a million years. I would have never guessed this. Look at this shirt. Isn't that eleven? Oh no, no! This is just the Universal Monsters. I'm just a oh. monster fan, Dan. I guess I, I enjoy I guess, my monsters. I guess you're a Monster Squad kid. I, I just, I just. Monster Squad's the greatest film of all time. Way better than this movie. Will you agree? Oh, I will agree that Monster Squad is better than 98% of the movies we've ever done. 98? What is the 2%? I wonder. You can think about it. You don't have to answer right off the bat. Mac and me. I mean, Mac and me. It's unfair. That's an unfair comparison. (laughs) Mac and me, better movie than Monster Squad. I mean, Mac and me was hilarious. It was absolutely... One of the best moments of my life was finally seeing that. Um, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, the pilot episode of the Munsters. They go to a Halloween cost or a masquerade party and they win for best costumes. Oh, okay. And then I can imagine that was funny. It is. It's funny. And Herman takes it uh, genuinely and is like, oh, that's very kind of you. I won because he was wearing he was wearing an outfit, but they won because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then Lily is like, I think they were being rude. I think they were calling us ugly. And then they, they're like, what? So there's the classic little misunderstanding about, you know, setting up the whole dichotomy. We don't do that at all in this. And I thought that they were at least going to, again, copy what happens in the original. But they do they do the op. They just they uh, they just fight against it at every turn. It's so weird. 
<sighs> so Herman goes for his first day of work. He sees normal people because it's November 1st. He freaks out. Of course. Runs away and hides in the house. And then Lester knocks on the door. And Lester has taken the money that he got from Zoya, gone to Las Vegas, and gives a bunch of money to Herman. And then Herman is happy because Herman, they're now rich. Yep. And that's the end of the movie, I think, right? Boy, is that frustrating, huh? Is that the end of the movie where they're they're rich? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't remember anything happening after that. It just uh, what I remember is that the movie just kind of ends. There's no like wrap up to it. It just cut to credits. Um, what I will say is that this was the part I was going to bring up the Herman Munster character. Can I talk the about original... the poor dude playing Herman Munster? Oh no, what do because, you say? Well, we can talk about that in a minute. But Herman Munster, his whole thing is being tolerant. Like that's that's his jam in the show. In the movie. He is belligerent. He's screaming about these people. And Lily is the one that says they need to be tolerant of these people. That's not right. That is that is incorrect. That's just that is just wrong. That is the roles are flipped. And that really bothered me. That was and so that is where I was going to read that quote where he is always the level headed one in the relationship. Level headed. Exactly. Good one, Tony. That's not my joke. It's their joke. Oh, they That's make the that thing. joke? That's a joke in the monsters. They talk about how he's the level-headed one. Oh, It's see? a whole fucking thing, you guys. And they just can't do it. They can't do it. You're so level-headed, Herman. No. Yes. Oh, yes, I am. No, your head is flat like a goddamn level. <laughs> that idiot. must be a direct quote from the 60s show. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, you want to talk about the guy playing Herman? I you don't have who to, is he? I don't know who he is. Just but, some friend of Rob Zombies, I guess. All right, he was he was atrocious. He, I mean, they're all bad, right? But he was on another level of inconsistency yeah. that just blew my mind. His voice is all over the place. Yeah, his his facial expressions are never the same. I, there's nothing about him that is consistent in this movie from scene to scene, and it's bizarre. Yeah. Not much else to say. He was bad. <laughs> okay. Now's the point at the show where we talk about something we liked. Yeah. Uh, we watched Hocus Pocus 2. I fell asleep at the end, but it was great. Okay. Just. Yeah, I'm ready for it. It's, you know, the the new kids are, it's three girls. Okay. Uh, a nice diverse casting. All the girls can act. All the girls are funny. Yeah. Uh, the witches come back, and we pretty much follow all the same exact beats. Which great. That's what I'm great. looking for. It's yeah. just, it's just nice. Sarah Jessica Parker has one joke in there, uh, a physical joke that was. I just loved it. It's just so. She's, so, she's so, great. Yeah, she looks really I, good in that wig. I, uh, okay, so two two things I want to say real quickly. Um, I have not seen the sequel yet, but we did just rewatch the original to get ready to watch sure. the, the new one. That movie still holds up. It's yeah. still funny. I mean, it's not, you know, it is what yeah. it is, but it's, it's very funny. She is so hot in that movie. <laughs> She's really I hot. I can't I, handle it. Um, 
I usually but don't they, find her very attractive at all. Me neither. She's me very attractive. at all. Zero. Yeah. But as, as this so character, nice. she is incredible. Um, but, but what I wanted to say is that what's, what really is amazing to me about the first one, and I can't wait to see the second one, is how much they commit. The three of yep. the three witches, yep. Yep. it's it is a masterclass in committing to your character. It is unbelievable. They're all great. And it's it's a really it's probably a really good movie to watch, the original and the new one, about how they are from a different existence and sort of how they interact with our existence and you find the humor of that. Yes. Through a, through a full movie arc. Yeah. And yep. you, you, you do feel like they are out of place, but they don't just, they don't, they never step back and comment. They're not just like comment, yeah. comment. They continuously engage the world incorrectly through action. Yeah. And that's, what's really wrong with this movie is that that never happens in this movie. That is correct. They never feel like they're a real thing. And in the monsters TV show, they felt like a real thing. They, they, they they wrote those characters into these, these, and they're very extreme corners, you know, absolutely. Yeah. They are fucking Frankenstein's living next door to you. Yep. How do you come to, how do you play that? So that the audience, do, you know, doesn't think, well, why aren't you just killing him, you know, or yeah. whatever. And it's comedy is that fine line of finding the play in it. This monsters movie felt like they didn't ever find. Oh, that's the other thing I liked was when the when the dragon monster was in bed with Lily. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, I really yeah. liked that. No, I I liked the I yeah the dragon monster. I mean, that's what I yeah. So I didn't realize it was Spot, guys. Go right, fuck off. Um, but <laughs> don't don't come for me in the in the comment yeah, section. Don't at me. All right, I'll I'll fight you to the death. Um, no, I I enjoyed I enjoyed that little little creature play. That's good. And my other little thing, very excited about Werewolf by Night. Uh, ready? For yes, that. dude. Ready I am. I'm so pumped. I don't know if it's going to be good or not, but it's it looks great. One person said uh, their criticism was too short. That's probably the best criticism you can ever get in the world. Because <laughs> it, it's just an hour. It's one hour. Oh, it's not a full movie. One hour. That's all we get. Maybe it's a little that more is... than an hour, but right around an hour. All right. That might feel short. I'm fucking ready for it, though. I'm very excited. Okay, Tony, why don't you talk about some video game bullshit that you like? I don't. Why are you tipping? You're tipping the bit all over the place. No, uh, sh- yeah, so. Shitting on your bit. <laughs> Shit the bit. That's a good, did we use that saying? I like that. You, right. you really shit the bit out there. That's Copy, that's copy, my new phrase. Copyright trademark, Dan Goodsell. Dan Goodsell. I'm going to sue Goodsellian you. Comment. I'm going to sue you for saying that, Tony. <laughs> well, okay. I'm going to say uh, it. Talk about the, the Super Mario trailer. Yeah. So I wanted, yeah, that's the thing I enjoyed this week. The Super Mario Brothers trailer. Let's, let's just, for first of all, visually. Of course. Yes. Yes, 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 you guys. Unbelievable. It looks like a next-gen Mario game. Uh, I am I'm so excited. Thank God like Nintendo was hands-on with this thing because I'm sure they were like this is what they look like. This is how I it's fucking incredible. I'm very excited about Jack Black as Bowser. He's great. He is he's a big part of that trailer and I understand why cuz he seems like he's fucking nailing it. Yeah. Um but then yeah, Chris Pratt then talks, and you're like, huh? 
Well, that's not very good. Well, so I'm I'm concerned. I'm concerned. It's not bad. There's just no gravitas to it. It's just not Mario. I mean, I I don't hear it, and I'm not like, oh, this guy can't voice act. Hey, I hear it, and I'm like, who the Mario. fuck is this guy? <laughs> right? So I don't. I'm concerned. I'm concerned about Mario, but I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt because it the, it looks so faithful. Yeah. And so wonderful that I have to believe that they know something I don't. So I'm going to I'm going to withhold judgment as much as I can. Yeah. Well, it's going to be gorgeous whatever oh, whatever yeah, else happens. Stunning. Absolutely stunning and I'm so excited. And I think everybody else is going to do, you know, got Anya in there as Princess Peach. The cast is incredible. Who's playing Luigi? Um it's always Sunny, like Charlie Day. Charlie Day actual funny guy you an know. unbelievable talent yeah i mean they really should not have picked chris pratt they should have picked somebody that's funny and just let Wouldn't somebody let somebody be you know like a charlie day who's freaking these yeah. these are funny guys yes it is you so, know we, we've we'll been watching we've been watching that that the the football club show with ryan reynolds and the other oh yeah guy. welcome to Wrexham. yeah and you have someone like Ryan Reynolds that just can deliver line after line after joke. Um, after so joke. can Rob McElhenney. Okay? So can Rob too. Rob, <laughs> Rob is great. Yes. The two of and the two of them, you just yeah, unbelievable. It's so interesting to watch something in like sort of documentary form like that, and you really see the the power of someone who's funny who can just because be on, they're not playing they, a character. Yeah, they can just be on and just like you know. I mean, Ryan Reynolds can. He writes those jokes himself in his brain instantaneously. Yeah. On the spot. Yeah. On the spot. I have to imagine, Dan, I have to imagine it's similar uh, to, to how uh, I live my life. People, it's true. All 11 that people is, that, that watch this, I, that's this how podcast. I live my life. Yeah. That must be how they feel when they see it for the first time. They're like, who are these guys? They're just magnetic. That's who, what they must no, feel. Who's, who's this Dan guy? Oh, okay. You're right. All right. It's just one. Uh, it's and just the star. Star studded like, Dan Goodsell. That's what we say. Occasionally, the camera pans over to Andy Richter, and it's like, oh, another guy. I'll tell you what. I'll play the Andy Richter role any day of the week. Please. (sighs) That's the easy gig. I just get to throw little darts every once in a while. That's true. That's just like, uh, back the dump truck of money up to my house. (laughs) I'm going to be sitting on a couch. That's right. Tough gig. Tough gig. Yeah. So, yeah, no, Mario looks, uh, looks intriguing. I'm pumped. Yeah. I think it's going to be like the Lego movie, you know, where you watch it and you're like, oh, man, this is a movie. It's it's, yeah, this stuff. is a real movie. How did they do that with an animated film? Yeah. You know, watch the Spider-Verse movie. You're like, holy moly, somebody, somebody <gasps> God, made I a love movie. That movie. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> they make movies occasionally. It's kind of nice. Every once in a while, they get it right. So since we're doing Halloween, I was like, okay, I'm picking a Halloween movie. Finally. Digging into the horror genre. Going to yes, go someplace. Yes. I've never been. Okay. I'm assuming this is a movie you've seen. Um, okay. You've probably yeah. seen every movie in this uh, in this franchise. Oh, it's a okay. Franchise that I've never seen any of, and just know a little bit about. And uh, you know, this is a lower budget movie. This is not a big Hollywood movie. I had, I had some big Hollywood movies I wanted to do, but I was like, okay. I'm gonna, I'm going to go low budget. I'm going with Puppet Master X. <laughs> Axis Rising, where it's a bunch of Nazi puppets that yep. fight with other puppets, and I don't even know what I don't know if they just kill people to kill people or they kill people because yeah, people are 
being puppets. I don't even know, but I thought we should <laughs> dig right into the middle of the thing. <laughs> the most so offensive sort of uh, situation. I thought you were going to go with the newer one that came out like a couple of years ago, but no, we're going, we're going old know. school, right? Dropping right in the middle. It's not going to make any sense. I love this. I'm ready. So you've seen all these movies? I have, I don't think I've seen all of them. I oh, don't. Okay. I, I mean, I've definitely seen the, like the first two, the originals, and then I saw the new one when it came out, but I, wow. I'm definitely missing the middle ones. So okay, this is going to so be fun. Some freshness. Tony will probably start at the beginning and watch them all. So How can you not? You have to know what's going on in the franchise, Dan. How can I not? Well, it's a movie, so you should <laughs> be able to not have to watch all the other stupid movies and just step in there and, and understand, you know, why Driller is drilling into Count Axis's brain for whatever reason. All right. Well, do you know, you watch it your way. I'll watch it my way. All right. Anything else to say today, to, today tonight, to, the, to, to Tony? I'm just I'm I'm already getting sad because October is you know almost over. Yeah, so it's rolling along. I know it's my favorite month of the year. And it just goes by so fast. It's not enough October for Tony. Little, little it's not. Tony. But then I I also refuse to watch horror movies outside of October, which what? I get yelled at in my house. It's a thing with me. It has to be Halloween season, and then I just you know I go hard for those thirty one days, and then the rest of the year I gotta cool off. So you don't watch any scary movies? I would. It's probably not zero, but I if if it comes up and my wife is like, "Oh, there's a horror movie we should watch," I'd be like, "Yeah, in October. Let's wait six months." (laughs) (laughs) You're so weird. I know. I got a lot of rules. Your dad was Herman Munster, so I guess we can't be surprised. I wish, man. What a gentle, beautiful soul. Or a shitty stand-up comedian that also plays guitar for some reason. Either one. Bing! Well, Uh, it's been hate watching with Dan and Tony. Absolutely our shortest episode ever. 100%. 100%. Without a doubt. We did it. Uh, Great job, team. If you like what you see, leave us a comment. Give us a thumbs up. uh, Leave us some analytics. All those things you can do to to help us out. And, uh, We'll be back next week with another review of Puppet Master X. X is rising. X, 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 X. Goodbye, everybody. X, X, X. X, X, X. X, X. X, X.